This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Something got me thinking about NPCs. I think it was a YouTube video. Yeah, it was by Mike Shea of Sly Flourish, talking about getting NPCs in and out, tag-along NPCs. He's got a good point. They can be distracting. But, you know, once in a while I like to have a one along. That doesn't mean they have to fight or anything. It's just that, you know, you can do a very, if you can do a few stats for them if you want. Hell, you can run them up like a monster, you know, with just AC and hit points and all that good stuff. Um, but those kind of NPCs that hang around, they're good. I don't use them often, but it's nice to have the option. I am reminded of a 3E game I, I ran way back when. Or was it a 2E game? I think it was a 2E game. It was I was running a dungeon adventure. I got out of a dungeon magazine called The White Boar of Kelfay. It's like Dungeon 36 or something like that. It was one of my favorite adventures. It, it, it's very good, very well written. And at one point they come across a stockade of a wizard who was now dead and you know the and some goblins i believe took up residence there that we had to clean clean out or something like that and there's this one goblin who he was kicked out of the tribe and no actually he was in there and we took care of the goblins it was a, another place but anyway he was there he asked them not to you know, he basically parlayed with the party because he didn't want to die. And he says, I know this place a little and da 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 So they kept him alive. In fact, they kept him around. As a matter of fact, he came, he became quite, well, it's a, it was a one-sided relationship, but he became friends with the party dwarf and convinced the dwarf that he wanted to be an adventurer. And so the dwarf started training him as an adventurer. And he stayed with the party for quite a long time. He did help out once in a while. He didn't combat, combat very much, do combat very much. But, you know, he would cook and other things like that. And my roommate at the time, 
was also running Tui, and he took over with this campaign with these characters, and he used that goblin. He didn't stay for a long time, and he didn't really get to be an adventurer per se because my roommate used him as a. It turns out he was a he was a core component in getting something done here, and basically gave his gave his life or something like that. Sacrifice himself to the greater good of getting this thing that this being, this god, this whatever, did, and he became basically the the MacGuffin of the of the of the game. And they always remembered him. They always remember. I can't. It's been so long. I can't remember his name. But the party always remembered him. Those are the kind of NPCs I like. You come up with an NPC. Other than like, you know, you're going to town and talk to somebody or whatever, or if they're going to hang around, what else can they do? What other purpose can they serve for for the campaign? Because that's enriching the character, that's enriching the party, that's enriching the world, the the campaign world that they're in, and immer- once again, immersion. It immerses the players more into the, into the game. Anyway, give that... Give that a thought next time you come up with an NPC that's sort of a, a hanger-on or, or even just more interesting than the normal NPC. Anyway, I do have to start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. For single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Now, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan Dorje Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, Aaron, Michael Tompkins, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's Jung, the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast, Kevin at the Remcaps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.